Welcome everyone to episode 506 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm well. Today's topic is going to be Ghostwire Tokyo. That's the new PlayStation 5. Is that on PlayStation 4, Will? I'm actually... Correct. PlayStation 5 exclusive. Okay, PlayStation 5 exclusive. And it's also on PC uh, via Epic Games. I don't think it's on Steam. Uh, but It, it is, is on Steam. Oh, it is on Steam. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times I mean, PlayStation does the Epic Games exclusive route. Uh, yeah, it's weird. So, like, I know Final Fantasy VII remakes on Epic, but not Steam. Yeah. Um, there's another one. I know Detroit Become Human or was the same case, but yep. it's on Steam now too. Yeah, they'll know, they'll think... they'll go to Steam later. Um, but they they for I, I don't know. I mean, it's fine. But they launch their games a lot of times on uh, on uh, the Epic Games client. So. It's weird. Squeenix too is the same thing. Like a lot of times, their games come to Epic. Some do first to Epic. Some come to both. I don't know. I don't know the rhyme or reason. I think it depends if Epic wants to buy it or not, or sure. buy exclusive rights. Sure. Uh, so that's going to be our main topic. Uh, in addition to that, I'm sure we're going to be talking about some Fortnite, the new season of Fortnite. I don't think we've talked about uh on the podcast yet because we've we've been out off for a couple weeks uh we're probably talking a little bit more triangle strategy i can imagine uh i'll Mm -hmm. be talking more elden ring Uh, do you have anything else you're going to be talking about will Uh, i've been playing overwatch too um or as well Mm -hmm. um played a little death loop last night Uh, i'm trying to think of what else i've played that might be it Okay. I've been been slowly focused on a few games. Sounds good. All right, so let's get into Ghostwire Tokyo. So, Will, I don't have a clear idea about what this game is even about. I've even seen commercials for it. It doesn't seem to paint a very good picture. It looks interesting, uh, I will say that, uh, but it doesn't paint a very good picture of what Ghostwire Tokyo is. So, uh, first of all, give us a rough overview of what, like, what, what the game even is. Yeah, so it's actually like an open world action adventure horror game. Uh-huh. Um, so what this game does, so it, it's really interesting because it does a lot of different things in the game. So, for example, it strikes me like a Far Cry game because uh, there's a lot of collectibles. There's a wide open map, a lot of map icons when you bring up the map. Um all that stuff directing you to your attention to different things for different quests to do. Um, and then it's also a little bit like Bioshock in the way that the, the like casting works. So like, it's like a first person shooter without guns. Um, I actually was watching a YouTube video and they broke it down where the different spells are like uh, a rifle, a shotgun and a rocket launcher. And then you have, like, a bow and arrow. And then you have, uh, like, grenades, which are the talismans. Um, so it's like a, it's like an open, it's an action adventure, action adventure, open world, um, first person shooter, like, game with horror elements into it. It's really interesting. The concept, like, because going into the game, I didn't know what it was going to be about. I had no idea. I couldn't tell. I watched gameplay, still couldn't really tell, didn't really paint a clear picture at first. Uh, so I was like, man, this game's super interesting um, because also it kind of just came out. They basically, I think it was in end of January. Like, yeah, this is coming out the end of March too. Yeah. So like, they gave no time. Um, I think part of the problem with that is Bethesda with them being bought by Microsoft. I think that they wanted to get this game out and just be done with making games on a Sony platform. Oh, gotcha. Um, I think that had a big part in it, but. Um, Because the game reviewed okay. Um, It's like a 76, I think, on Open Critic. And which, which to me, is that's that's roughly an average type of game, right? Like, I think if you're talking a game under like a five or six, it's terrible, you know? Even though five or six is like middle of the road, I, I feel like that's terrible. I feel like, you know, your seven, seven and a half is like, is like average, right? Yep, I would agree with that. I think the game's really good. Mm-hmm. I really like it, actually. Um, it's going to be a game that has... Cult, it's like a cult classic, in my opinion. I gotcha. think that's what the game's going to be. Um, I know they're not making another one, apparently. The 
because it's made by Tango GameWorks, which is the ones the studio that did the Evil Within one and the Evil Within two. Uh-huh. Um, and so they're they're bought by Bethesda, so they're under the Bethesda um, umbrella. So now they're a Microsoft studio. Um, I do think I read that they're making a whole other game. I don't know how big their development team if they make two games at a time. It doesn't seem like it so far. Um, because I know like they help with some support stuff. Like I know they made a couple enemies in the Doom Eternal game, but uh, from what I've gathered, no, they don't make multiple games at the same time. So it seems like yeah that they're a uh, a single game studio at a time. So from what I gathered, they're not making another one. Um, so this game will be on Game Pass probably within a year, I would say, six months to a year. Um, once that exclusivity window ends, so people will have more of a chance to play it. But yeah, so Dan, to answer your initial question, it is like an action adventure horror first person shooter type game. Okay. Um, super interesting. So yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely it'll be a game that you know will be on sale in the summer, and, and I'll buy it and and play it then definitely. Um, only yeah, because this... I'm kind of tied down with what I'm playing now, so uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I forgot to mention at the top of the episode, I'm also going to be talking about Kirby and the Forgotten Land. Oh, yeah, yeah. Completely forgot about, about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the game's about uh, two different people named Akito and KK. Um, it takes place in Tokyo, as the uh, the name of the game suggests. And what happens is, is there's this character named Hanya who is up to no good. He's the weird mask dude in a lot of the marketing material oh, that you okay. see. Yep. Yeah, that, that's the main villain. And uh, long story short, because the story, in my opinion, is hit or miss. It's fine. Short. Um, some people don't pay attention to it. I paid a little bit of attention to it. Um, but he's doing something. You don't know what at the beginning of the game. And everyone disappears in Tokyo. Uh, so to where it's just you, spirits, and him and his like team, basically, is what's going on. Um, now, what I think this game really excels in is enemy design. I think the enemy designs are some of the better ones in video games because they're really cool. Everything's based off of Japanese mythology, um, which is really interesting because I don't know a ton about Japanese mythology. So you're seeing these wild enemies uh, like this uh, crazy woman with scissors you're seeing these like um uh these like vassals empty vassals with umbrellas because the in the game it's like rainy um i know it doesn't sound very intimidating but like they're pretty they're pretty intense you see these headless like uh school girl school boy uh uniform people attacking you jump kicking you stuff like that and like it's really cool because you'll be throwing wind spells at them, like the wind spell ability. Yeah. You'll be throwing that at them and like you'll just see their flesh peeling off little by little. And the object of the combat is to expose expose the core of the enemies. So when you do that, you shoot out these like wire things like Spider Man. Ghost wire. And you attach Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Right into their soul and then you like yank it out and then you pull out the, the core and then the enemy disappears and dies. And it gets really cool because um there's a skill tree that you can upgrade so like you can get the core exposed for like six different enemies and you can grab all their cores at once and rip them all out and then like everybody disappears and there's the dual sense uh support so the haptic feedback's really cool because like the more enemies it seems like that you have that you're pulling the core out the tougher the trigger is to pull down uh-huh. so it's like you're really like pulling on it and fighting it to yank out their core to kill the enemy it's really cool um a lot of people knock the combat for being shallow. I think, yes, it can be shallow, but also, I like min and maxing stuff quite a bit. Uh-huh. So, when you're playing the game and doing the combat, I like. I found a lot of reward in switching up my spells to see what's the most efficient to bring down enemies because some of the enemies get pretty tough. There's like aerial enemies, uh, all that stuff. So you're fighting all of these enemies and different enemies and you're trying to avoid their attacks. Cause they're, they're like, they can be like 10 to 12 enemies like surrounding you at once. So you have to be like, you have to be quick on your feet and like switching between spells because like the water spells really good up close and the fire spells, like, like I set up a Zooka. So you're just like bouncing between that. And like, you're trying to figure out the most effective ways to get through the encounters without just being hit at all. Um, so I found like some depth within that. Uh, whereas like the overall combat doesn't have a lot of depth. I found it trying to 
not get hit, trying to avoid um, um, being surrounded, like trying to kill enemies as quickly as possible, trying to pull the cores out without being hit, because once you get hit, it nullifies that, and they're back like to fighting you. Uh, so there's a lot of different things, uh, avenues that combat goes that kind of adds a little bit more depth to it, which I really enjoy. Um, a big knock for it, though, is the controls are kind of sluggish. Um, you feel like you're slowed down in mud at the very beginning of the game. It get you get used to it, and you can like move like sensitivity up a little bit, and like you get a little bit quicker and more efficient with how you how you move in the game. Uh, but yeah, at first it feels like you're kind of moving through mud. I don't know if it's better on PC. I would imagine so, because um, usually things are a little bit more um, customizable on PC than sure. on console. So that might be a thing that changes, but yeah. Um, the game, I, I think, really shines because while it is a horror game, well, it's not a horror game, but it has horror aspects, it is also very chill because you'll be walking around Tokyo and, like, 85% of the time, nothing's kind of going on. It's kind of quiet, eerie, because it's an empty city. Um, and, like, a lot of the game, because I got the Platinum Trophy for it, so you spend a lot of time doing collectibles. So, like, the game's gorgeous, so you're walking through, like, a nighttime Shibuya and, like, seeing all the neon signs, all the advertisements, all that stuff is really cool. And you're collecting these spirits uh, on the map. So what they are is basically these, like, things of people who have, like, died in the the calamity that happened within the game. Uh You collect their spirit. um, And what that does is there's, like, oh, man, 200. So... It comes out to 240,000 spirit energy. Each spirit generally is around 1 to 200. So there's a lot of spirits on the map, like a ton. So, like, you'll be collecting those, all that stuff, and, like, you'll just be going around to these different areas in the in Tokyo and collecting them and get to explore the map. And it's really well done. Like, I was actually really impressed. You'll be walking on the road, and, like, the rain will be coming down, and you'll see, like, it glistening off the road. It's really cool. Um I, re- I honestly really had a good time with the game. I think it, uh, I like it. A- I can see why people wouldn't like the game, to be honest. I really do get it, but I really like it. Sure. So that's enough for me to, to like it. I don't know if people are going to like it for $60 worth, but. Right. And that's kind of what I was thinking, um, you know, when I, when I'll, I'll buy it cause I'm interested in it and, and get it, get it on sale. Right. Uh, yeah. Going back to the Japanese mythology thing that you were talking about, Will, uh, that was one of the things I found interesting about playing games like Fatal Frame. Mm-hmm. Um, was was seeing Japan's version of like ghosts and stuff, right? That was really that was one of the really interesting things about Fatal Frame um, for me was 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 being able to experience that, you know, because you know we obviously grew up with a Western view on on ghosts and stuff, and uh, so it was really interesting to see that. For, uh, yeah. from, the, from the Japanese perspective, mm-hmm. the supernatural and what what have you. Yeah, no, it's really cool. Like one of the enemies, Dan. Oh man, I can't even. I don't know what it's called, um, but it's a flying ghost thing, and it's just like it's got a circular head with like it looks like a white cloth is over it, and like I don't know. It's just really the enemy design. I think is really cool. I, there's not a ton of enemies. I think there's like maybe 20 different design actually that's kind of a decent amount but um and i I, like a lot of them are like different japanese names which i don't have off the top of my head right now that i can't name but it's like some of them are really well done uh there's like a scissor lady so like she'll be chasing you down she has a specific move where she can you get your powers from the character kk um because akito is still alive so doesn't really have supernatural powers in this world but he's merged with kk to try to investigate what is going on. Uh-huh. Um, and he gives you the spectral powers. So, like, you'll be doing all that stuff with him. So, like, this character separates you from him. So then the only thing you have is a bow that you can use, really. Um, and a ta- I think you can use talismans, too, uh, still. So, like, once you get separated... I don't like those that, that happening that much because there are portions of the story because, like, you have all these powers and they take it away from you. I want to keep that powers... I would rather gameplay design come from different stuff than separating me from the only thing that makes movement and combat fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, that happens. So you get freaked out when you're in the middle of fighting this woman who takes a ton of hits uh, and you don't have your your main damage dealer a part of you. So Uh, 
Um, yeah, no, I really, I really, I thought it was pretty cool, the game overall, so. Nice. Okay. Uh, any other thoughts on Ghostwire Tokyo? How far, how, how far and roughly how long do you think it is? I put 40 hours into it for the Platinum. Um, main story is actually pretty short. There's some fluff in there to kind of drag it out. There's six chapters. You could get through the story in like eight to ten hours, I would say. Okay. It's a little bit shorter, but like I said, there's a lot. There's a ton of collectibles. So, if collectibles are your thing, um, you'll like this game. Okay. I mean, I guess it depends on if it has any any uh, any value in the game. Does it, or is it just collectibles? Yeah, you get you get skill points and stuff like that because there's a skill tree. Uh, so like if you're collecting certain things, like Ma- I think Magatamas and um, KK's investigation files give you skill points to unlock more skills. So uh-huh. like. There's, like, things to buff gliding. So, like, you can do a spectral glide, which is where you, like, fly through the air um, for a brief time. If you get enough skill points, you can buff that to, like, five seconds so you can fly through the air as opposed to... Duh, I think it starts at two seconds, maybe. Okay. So, yeah, no, you can... You make spells more powerful, stuff like that, so... Um, there, and there's other stuff. There's, like, outfits, prayer beads, all that stuff, but... Um, yeah, it's like a light RPG in that regard. So okay, cool. All right, any yeah. other thoughts on Ghostwire Tokyo? No, I really liked it. I'm part of the group of people who in the call classic that like it. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, so and I can see I can see people giving this game like a five as much as I can see people giving it an eight. So gotcha. Okay. Uh, nibble bits. I don't have anything necessarily prepared, but I know one one thing is that uh, E3 is uh, canceled for this year. Dead. It's kind of kind of big news. Yeah, I, I mean, I was going to ask your thoughts. I think we kind of talked about this in our Thumbstick Athletes, but do we think it's gone for good? Um, I think I saw that they want to try to come back in 2023 or something like that. I don't know. I don't think it's worth it. In my opinion, I don't think E3 is actually going to be – well – E3, the event will be dead, but the actual um, summer game announcement stuff I don't think goes away entirely. Uh, I just think there's too many. You can just do what Nintendo does and not have to deal with E3. You know what I mean? Just do a digital event. And if you want to host your own event, go for it. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, So I don't think I don't think it'll be gone. Yeah, I mean, well, that, that kind of seems to be the way things are going, generally speaking. I think everyone kind of has their own version of the Nintendo Direct now, right? Yeah, no, exactly. Like, Sony's been doing it. Um, yeah, I, I think that we'll still see a lot of summer events. Yeah, because uh, Game, Gamescom is still still going on, right? Yep, uh, um, August, I believe. Right, and that's that, I think that's usually in Germany. Mm-hmm. Cologne, okay. Germany. Okay, yeah. Um, so that you know that probably everyone kind of just switched up to that one, right? Yep. I know uh, Sony still goes to that one. Um, Microsoft goes to everything, so they always have something to show off. But sure. yeah, I know Sony goes to Gamescom. Um, I think Nintendo goes too, because Nintendo's always kind of a more fickle one. Sure. So. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of the big news. I, I'm sure there's stuff we missed from like, <coughs> excuse me, last week that uh, we would have covered if we had had an yeah. episode last week. But um, I have some stuff real yeah, quick, for actually. Um, for starters, Tactics Ogre, Dan. I don't know if you're familiar with that series, but oh, that's yeah. a birth of fantasy. Yeah, so Tactics Ogre Reborn is trademarked by Square Enix. So I don't know if we're getting like a... The, you know the the art style that Triangle Strategies in? I don't know if maybe we're getting like a remake in that that art style, or if they're gonna just remaster it and put it out. But we're trending towards uh, getting Final Fantasy Tactics here to come out on actual consoles and computers <laughs> and all that. Yeah. Um, before too long here. Uh, there's that. Uh, Rogue Legacy 2 is coming out April 28th. Finally comes out of Early Access, which is pretty cool. Um, I wonder if Eric's going to play it on, on computer with the keyboard <laughs> like he played Rogue One. Do you remember that? Still, yeah, I still can't believe he did he that. He played it on his, <laughs> on his laptop with the space bar as jump and then, you know, the WASD keys as... I don't know how he did oh. it. 
Ugh, psychopath. But anyway. Um, also, Sony announced, Dan, their new um, PlayStation Plus stuff. Um, let me get it up. It's going to be called... Where is the three? Okay, there it is. So it's going to be PlayStation PlayStation Plus Essentials, Extra, and Premium Subscriptions. So it's going to range from $9.99 a month to... I think it's $13.99 and $17.99. Okay. $15.99 and then $17.99. Um, so for the $9.99 one, you're going to get the same benefits as PS Plus right now. Uh, you get the monthly games discounts uh online multiplayer all that jazz um playstation plus extra is going to be 15 a month you get where was it same benefits but there's going to be a library of 400 downloadable ps4 and ps5 games um it's going to include like death stranding god of war spider-man uh mortal Kombat, returnal stuff like that uh those are the only games we know for sure for the 400 games um they said that they're going to be announcing more titles to it that'll be added, blah, 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 blah. And then finally, the premium tier is going to be the $17.99. And that's going to add access to 340 additional games, including PS3 titles available via cloud streaming. We'll get into that in a second. Uh, PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, PSP games as well will be downloadable. Um, so uh, they'll also offer cloud streaming for the PlayStation 1, 2, and PSP games, but they can be downloadable as well. Um, yeah. Uh, I was listening to a podcast. It was Sacred Symbols Plus with an actual like tech expert who kind of is in the know. Because the PS3 games being streamed is a very divisive topic. Um, apparently in the community. And apparently... I, what he was saying is they are working on it. They can emulate games, but the problem was with how the PlayStation 3 was made because it was yeah. made with a completely different hardware yep. than any other console ever. So, so, they, would, they, so he, they would essentially have to go back and rework some of those games, right, to be able to have them run natively on. Yep. Um, so you know how when you make an emulator, just, yeah. you are able to make one emulator and then the games in it, um, you don't like... I don't understand the actual making of it, but you make one emulator and then you can emulate the games on that. Yeah. He said if you want to make 100 different PlayStation 3 games for an emulator, you have to emulate 100 different things. So, like, if you're doing Uncharted, um, or say you're doing The Last of Us, you're going to do Resistance 3 and, like, a Sly Cooper game, that's three different emulators that have to be made from the ground up. They can't just make one emulator. Apparently, that's what's holding them up, and they're working on it. Apparently, they can do a, a like they can do a bunch of games, but they don't think it works well enough yet that they want to put it out. Interesting. And they want to fine tune it more and make it work, like make it work for all the games that they want to actually bring to it. So that's why they're doing streaming. And he was saying that apparently, like Sony. Sony doesn't see it as much of a priority as other, like other people, like Sony fans might think. So it's right. like they need to realize that they need to do that, get it done. Versus, he said it'll be done by the time we're getting a PlayStation Six. Just could be earlier, could be likely. Who nobody knows for right. sure, but they are working on it. So that's like been the divisive thing. So huh. interesting. Um, depending on the games, I'll probably do the premium subscription. Just because I don't think I've ever had a thing to play backlog PlayStation games. Right. Ever on anything. So, like, I want to get access to those old PlayStation games that, like, I haven't played in a really long time. Sure. So, um, but, yeah, that's kind of the, the news. There's been a lot of other stuff, but... Yeah, real yeah. quick, one, one thing I did want to touch on is the Epic Games and LEGO are teaming up to make a sort of a kid-friendly, family-friendly metaverse project Ooh, yeah really yeah i like that i'll be interested to see what comes of that uh obviously when lego and epic games attach their names to a project it's it's big news so be interested yeah. to see what happens with that yeah i would be too yeah so uh let's get into our weeks how was your week or weeks 
Will? Uh, it's been alright. I'm so sick of school and work. just want to be done. I want to sure. be a millionaire. <laughs> That's really all I want to do. Um, yeah, I'm coming towards the end of the semester. That's fine. Um, looking forward to finally being done. Uh, I started investing into crypto stuff. Uh-huh. Like you, Dan. We'll see how that goes. It's not been good so far, but... Yeah, everything's been I- I'm not worried lately. <laughs> I'm not worried yet, to be honest. I haven't really even been checking. I checked once, and I noticed one of my things is, like, back to... Was back to even. It's a little bit down again, but um, that's whatever. I'm just trying to do that and not pay attention to it unless I need to. Um Playing a lot of video games when I have time. Going to Rhode Island when I have time. Yeah, just been busy. Yeah, I hear you. I just want unlimited free time. Sure, me too. Uh, yeah. So here, uh, not not too much to to update you on. I did um I did put my shovels, my snow shovels, out to the <laughs> curb. Uh, and the other day I took all my cold weather clothes, all my coats and and winter hats and stuff and took them and donated them for, you know, at the local, uh, like thrift, thrifty, <laughs> thrifty store. I kept one hoodie and I kept my yellow natural predators, like late jacket. Um, yeah. you know, just, just trying to solidify the fact that, uh, no more winters <laughs> here. So yeah, I'm only, only shorts and t-shirts for the most part, a couple long sleeve shirts, like one pair of pants. So you're leaving no option to stay. No option. <laughs> I like that. I I like that move to strong arm. Like make like this is happening. Yeah, September. I like that move. I, September. I don't even want to have ha- stay here for fall again. Um, yeah, I've, September's our deadline. Uh, it's looking like unless my, the unless my wife gets a job, it's probably going to be like end of summer when we'll go, like August. Yeah. Okay. So. Uh, I've been looking at B&Bs, Airbnbs that we'll stay at for a couple months while we look for like a, an apartment or, or a house to rent down there. So. Man, so you're going to be doing it. Yep. Yep. It's time to go. I can't live through another winter again. It's I keep saying life is too short for me to suffer through winter, a season that I just despise. My kids all hate winter. So. I like winter, but come March 1st, I'm, like, kind of over it. If we get the weather that we get now, 40s and 50s in the entirety of March, I wouldn't be too... Yeah. It would be a lot better, but the fact that, like, we got snow two times in March. Yeah. One of which totaled mom's car. Like, just, like, come on. Like, can we just, like, get it it over with? We have from November until March. It's yeah. like what six months? We, I mean, and we still could get a freak snowstorm at any time. Yeah, we uh, honestly, we yeah. If you told me we get a snowstorm in like a week, I wouldn't be surprised. No, no I think I we're in the clear though. I, I do too. Um, I, we it just it's just been raining here like literally every day. We're in in flood flood territory now. So yeah, um, you know, for our yearly spring flooding, yay. Um, do you do you remember, um last summer where we literally got pouring rain every single night for like a month and a half. Yeah, it was it was July and it rained 26 out of the 31 days in July. If that happens again, I'll probably I'll probably be moving with you to be honest. Yeah, I can I can't I can't do that. That's that's summer, that's swimming weather. When it's when it's not sunny, it the, the it's like, you know, 68, 65 degrees. Yeah. It's not, you know, my my kids all most of my kids favorite thing to do is is swim. We get yeah. two months where it's warm enough to swim and yeah. last year, you know, all of July was too cold because it rained all the time. Yep. So no, I I agree with that. That was that was BS because, as you said, we have such a thin summer, mm-hmm. and like I hate the heat, I really do. But I mean, I want a summer. You know what I mean? I yeah. want to enjoy it. I want to swim. I want to be at the pool. I want sunshine. I want warmth. Yep. Don't take that away from me. No, totally agree. So yeah, I'm totally w- with you on that. I I don't blame you for for moving. Yeah, it's just the right thing to do for our our household. Yeah. Um. 
uh, I did. I did have to. I did buy a new lawnmower. Um, because I have a I have a riding lawnmower, but the hills on the side of the house that lead up to the front yard are like really steep, and I always had to push up my push up my riding lawnmower, which was both a pain in the balls and and kind of dangerous. So uh, <laughs> yeah, I bought myself an electric lawnmower that I'm still waiting for the weather to nice be nice enough and for not to be swampy. Uh, for me yeah. to test that out, so I haven't tested that out yet. Um. <laughs> Uh, what else was is has been new here? Uh, I don't think anything else. Just yeah, keep it on. Just, keep on keeping on. Yeah, no, just just treading onward. Yep. Corey's um, in Florida. Corey is in Florida. I'm mad jealous. <laughs> so mom uh, and dad are in Florida too. Yep. Yes, they are. I actually looked at flights last night just out of curiosity, uh, and I could get a flight down for thirty nine bucks. Wait, really? Yeah. It's not, to a... it's not until, I want to say it's like April 18th was when the flight was. I didn't see what time it was, but it wouldn't matter if you can fly direct to Florida for 39 bucks. Wow. That's like, actually crazy. Yeah, I mean, and I'm the type of person that packs light, so I wouldn't need anything more than a backpack. I wouldn't need to have any like baggage that you'd need to pack. I would just have all my stuff in a carry-on, so. Yeah. Wow, that's I was supposed to go to a bachelor party in Florida, uh, like I don't know three weeks. I am not going because I literally the right at the end of my semester. So I was like, sorry, yeah. I'm not gonna go. Yeah. But I was worried when I was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to go to this because of that very thing. Because I didn't know how much flights were gonna be. Because with the whole Ukraine thing going on, I know uh, oil prices went up. Yeah. The flights went up. All that. Um. So it's good to hear that flights to Florida, which were always cheap, are still cheap. Yep. Um, I think that's everything. Let's get into what we played. Yeah, the meat and potatoes. Yeah. So we'll start with Fortnite, Will, because I know you've been playing a little bit of Fortnite. Um, yeah. Me, Eric, and Corey got together and played some Fortnite uh, the other night. So uh, this season of Fortnite, the big thing was no building, which kind of reinvigorated the game. Uh, a lot of people jumped back into it that hadn't played in a while. A lot of new people came into play um, that were interested but were intimidated sort of by the by the building factor. Um, it's They've since added back the building as a separate playlist. So you can play the zero build mode in, in squads, duos, trios, or uh, solo and... and uh, you can play the build mode in all those different versions too. Um, but I've kind of stuck with the zero build. Uh, I was never much of a builder. I got to the point where I was okay handling uh, heavy builders, uh, but I never, never uh, was very good at building myself. So um, I've kind of just recently gotten the hang of the flow of the game with, without building. It did take me a while to, 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 you know, figure out how the, how the game plays uh, without without building because everyone plays it a completely different way you know yeah um, so I've I, I did play was, last night I got a solo victory royale crowd victory royale actually uh, which was nice <laughs> but I, I I hadn't had as much success this season as I have have in the past so go ahead what is the crown so crown is just what you get a crown if you win. And then if you win while you have a crown, you, it, whether you keep it for all the next game or you pick up a crown, uh, you get a crown victory royale. And there is a emote that you can display how many crown victory royales you have. Uh, it's like a, okay. it's like a, it's like a special win, I guess. Okay, gotcha. All right. So I, uh, I last played years ago. So like I didn't, I had no clue what was going on. I'm like playing a game and I hear like Meg the Stallion rapping and I'm like who's play-? like is that coming from my thing? And I'm like what like no, but like people are like dancing to these songs in the game and I'm like yep. what is going on? <laughs> this game's bizarre. It is. It's nutty. Um, but, but yeah, the it, zero build mode's awesome. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun and you know cause again that that intimidated a lot of people. That's a whole other skill set that most shooters don't even have, you know. So, 
um, that intimidate a lot of people. If if you don't know how to handle the the building players, which you know it takes a long time to learn all those skills and stuff, you know you get smoked by by someone who can build really well. So. Yeah, yeah, I actually kind of I didn't I wouldn't say I refused to play, but I never had it downloaded for the specific reason of building because I was like, man, like I'm just never going to win. Like what's the point? Um so I stopped playing that entirely and I wanted to play I want like I would like the concept of a battle royale, but like Warzone's like 200 gigabytes. I don't know why I never gave Apex a try. Um so I was just like, yeah, like whatever, but like the zero build mode came out so me and my friends started playing it and like yeah we have a really good time actually funny yesterday we were playing um and my friend dakota booted the game up and johnny was like sniping somebody he goes oh my god we have build mode on i'm like oh my god like this is stupid we're just gonna lose whatever we somehow won oh yeah but we didn't we didn't build anything though, yeah. which is hilarious like like you know when it's like the last couple people um mm-hmm. and you're in the tiny circle yep they're all building around around us and we're just like staring at them like <laughs> just like anchored to the land because yeah. me and dakota don't know how to build and johnny is like well they don't know how to do it so i won't do it either um and we somehow were just like shooting rocket launchers and shotguns at the structure to bring it down yeah <laughs> we ended so up winning yeah one of the things that i do i like to do is when because when, cory and, and uh, eric did that for their first game too uh i was downloading an update so after i finished i went in and watched them and they had picked the build mode too um so they they made it to the final two though which was cool oh wow um yeah, so one of the things I like to do is because I'm was I'm mostly anchored to the ground too. I will jump up a little bit uh, when when people are building, but I like to knock down structures. And if you cut off like you know if someone builds like this massive structure, as long as you take off all the points where it contacts the ground, everything will fall. So if they're really high up, they'll a lot of times die from fall damage. Um, yeah, and uh, a lot of times you know they, they may not die from fall damage, but they'll take some damage when they fall and, and they're easy to easy to finish off a lot of times so um that's actually my one complaint for zero build mode i realize they have fall damage on there for building uh-huh people can't take advantage of that i think if that's the main reason it's in there they shouldn't have it in there for the zero build mode sure um, i i actually came in second because i fell off of a, a blimp uh yep. last night <laughs> i was like dang it you know, yeah i that's like my the only thing I would have them change is to like add no fall damage because, come on, look at this game like we don't need fall damage in it. Yeah, you know there, what I mean. Yeah, there is ways to negate it. Uh, if you use the shockwave grenades, and you fall after and mm. you don't you don't take any damage. Uh, using the the player cannons, if you shoot, you don't take any damage. Um, so there's is okay. ways, but you just have you have to be prepared. You know. It's uh, it's funny. Evan said because we play a lot of times squads or trios, mm-hmm. um, and Evan goes, we we're talking about how we're gonna clean up in zero build mode, and he Evan's like, we're not gonna win, whatever. So like before we start, he's like, I'll give you all twenty bucks if you we win the first game. Uh-huh. We found a tank. <laughs> oh, nice. Pretty quickly, and we dominated. We won our very first game. I would say we've won five or six times total so mm-hmm. far. Uh, we've won a pretty decent amount, and Johnny's by by far our best player. Sure. So it's like Dakota's quick to get away if we need. Evan and I are distractions, and Johnny is like the killer. Uh-huh. So like he'll just be picking people off from however far he needs to. Sure. Me and Evan will just miss our shots the entire time, but they'll be targeting us because we're usually positionally weaker than Johnny. Okay. So that's kind of like what happens so like me and her me and him will get down dakota will try to pick us up and johnny just kills everybody mm-hmm. it's kind of like the, nice. our strategy so uh one tip will is to use the burst the burst assault rifle oh uh, the that's, 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 yeah that's the that, that's the best uh gun in the game right now in my opinion uh and what you have to do is you have to aim for aim for the, like the upper chest uh, okay the recoil carries the carries the the shots like up a little bit so you know mm. your first shot might hit their hit their chest but then you'll get headshots after that so yeah okay oh that's smart okay yeah, that's a, that's a big help okay let's get it now whoops my alarm i forgot to turn off my alarm <laughs> um uh, but yeah no i'm loving fortnite so far it's been fun 
Yeah, um, I, I play still just about every day. Uh, whether I play mm-hmm. a few matches in the morning or a few matches at night uh, before I go to bed, uh, I actually played with, with my son a couple of rounds. We won, well, we won, we won two in a row as a duo, oh, uh, wow. which was cool. Uh, but I struggle the most in trios or squads because that's the 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 mode I've played the least of. I've played the most solo, uh, quite a bit of duos because I'll either play you know a duo with my son or my daughter. Um, I, I've only played a little bit of of trios and or squads, so. See, that's funny. I'm the exact opposite. Almost no singles or solo. Yeah, yeah. A little duo, and then mostly trio or squad. Yep. So it is a different game. Yeah. Um, and they just added. I, I told you this, Will, but they just added Avor and uh, Ezio skins. Yep. From yep. Assassin's Creed. So I I did buy Avor. I didn't buy Ezio because I didn't have as much experience with Ezio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only played. I only played Assassin's Creed two. I didn't play Brotherhood or what's the other one? Revelations. Revelations. Yeah, I, I didn't play either of those, so I didn't didn't buy the the Ezio skin. Um, but it's cool that they added that. I would have liked a Cassandra skin the most. I think. I agree. But... I totally agree. Actually, I've had a hankering to go back and play Odyssey. Sure. I it's almost... like my new. It's my new tactics. It's like I get the hankering to play it every year. Yeah. So the difference is, is it, it's really long. Yeah. That's the problem. Especially if you're like, especially if you're like me and you like to do as much as you can. I think, I think that game took me over a hundred hours to beat. Yeah. I think I have a hundred hours on my PlayStation for it. And then there's DLC. It makes it longer. Yeah. I didn't didn't even do any of the DLC. It's still not longer than Valhalla. (laughs) I've got to return to Valhalla before too long. Me too. I want to finish. I want to plat it, but with, I hate how the DLC trophies are in separate categories. And it takes down your percentage oh, for yeah. your overall trophy completion because now, like, I have have all of the other, well, at least Origins and Odyssey at a hundred percent. So I have to do Valhalla at a hundred percent too. But that's like three hundred hours of gameplay. Yeah, I'm just wow. like, oh, yeah. Um, okay, so that's Fortnite. Fortnite's very enjoyable right now. So if you're if you're interested at all in in playing some Fortnite, uh, go for it. Try the zero build mode. It's a lot, it's a lot of fun. Uh, definitely, the community has been reinvigorated uh, by it. So yeah, good. There's a lot of people playing now. I saw they gave a hundred and some million dollars to Ukraine humanitarian efforts. Yeah, a lot of the so. The zero build mode that's like a lot, it's, it's a lot of warfare cause there's tanks and rocket launchers. Um, I think it's, that was just kind of, uh, inopportune timing. <laughs> cause you know, yeah. Nintendo canceled, uh, or delayed, um, advance wars yeah. because you know, it, it just, you know, you don't want to, <laughs> you don't want to cross that bridge. Right. So I think what they did to, to help with, with, you know, you can't, delay Fortnite, right like they just had this they had this in the plans for a while um they i think they decided to donate the money the the proceeds from from buying stuff from the item shop um, yeah rather than rather than delay the no build warfare mode you know do you know it's sad I, i'm saying this because i don't think i've been very very sympathetic to this whole thing mm-hmm. uh ukraine situation um, to an, probably an annoying degree to those around me, but that they felt the need that they had to do that. Yeah. Also, that Nintendo had to yeah. delay Advance Wars because, believe it or not, Ukraine's not worried about that right now. Yeah. That Nintendo released Advance Wars. Yeah. It would be usually some white in the United States that would be up in arms over it. Yeah, they would be offended on behalf of Ukraine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yep. So I just think it's sad that they had to do that in the first place. Yeah, agreed. Uh, so yeah, so that's Fortnite. Um, I'm still. Oh, I'll talk about Kirby. Uh, mm-hmm. so Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Oh no, before that, before I do that, I will talk about Triangle Strategy, which I I beat finally. Um, not finally. It was a, what what a great game that was. Uh, I wasn't totally thrilled with my my ending but that it was you know the choices that i made so <laughs> i am i am going to go back through and, and and play it again uh at some point but it, it, that was incredible incredible game 
I hear that it, it it really goes places. It does definitely. Story. I really really liked it. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't have. I would like to do a spoiler cast on Triangle Strategy once you and Corey uh, finish it because I feel like there's a lot to talk about there. Yeah. Um, so I won't. Uh, I won't get in too into it, but it's it's really good. I wanted to finish it before Kirby came out, which is which is what I ended up doing. So. Yeah. Um, I did beat that. Uh, so Kirby, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. So Kirby, uh, I was under the impression that it was. F- I didn't. I, I also didn't want to do an episode, a full episode on it, because I didn't think there was necessarily enough there uh, to talk about for a full episode. Um, even though it's a really good game, uh, so it's it's three uh, D in the same manner as Super Mario three D World. It's not fully three mm-hmm. D where you can rotate your camera around. Uh, but Kirby moves in like a th- a 3D space with like a like a fixed camera. If you've played Super Mario 3D World, it's the exact same thing, like that, like that. Okay. Uh, you know, you have your standard Kirby abilities where you you know suck up the enemies and and gain their abilities. Um, those are really neat. There's there's all, all the standard ones. You know, the the Link one with the sword, the guy with the hammer. I don't know what they're called. I, I'm not a. Uh, uh, super into Kirby, but I do really like the Kirby games. Yeah. Um, one thing Corey always thought, so exploration is a big thing, trying to find the secrets. And one thing Corey uh, always mentions, which is why I brought this up is, is, is there a reason to explore all the nooks and crannies and stuff? Right. Um, so one of the things you can get in the game is you get a scroll um, to upgrade your abilities, which significantly improves the performance of them. So I've unlocked maybe four or five of the upgraded abilities. Uh, so like the fire ability turns into a volcano ability and it's a lot more powerful than just the fire ability. So then when you come across a fire enemy and absorb them, it, instead of turning into the fire Kirby, you're like volcano Kirby, yeah. uh, which is a huge help. Uh, so, you know, same with the bomb, same with the link one, uh, the, the link one, the sword is a lot bigger uh, and you have a lot more powerful attacks. Um, so because there's a, there's a village, uh, that you can go back and forth to where you upgrade your abilities. Kirby has a house there so you can rest and recover your health. There's a couple mini games in there that you can do too. Uh, and that is helped by also searching and finding you, you have to save, I believe they're called waddle D's and every level has between, between like eight and 12. It seems like waddle D's that are hidden that you have to find. Uh, and the more you find, the better it is for the Waddle Dee village. Um, and then there is the like figure collection too. So uh, it feels like every level there's two or three. Uh, they're the capsules that you get from the from like a coin machine that have mm-hmm. a little figure in it that you're supposed supposed to collect all of. I don't know what effect that has on the game, but it's a you know another thing that you're looking at. Uh, but the game plays really well. Uh, there hasn't been a like a 3D Kirby game since Nintendo 64, so um, it's been that but, long. Yeah, they've all been like side scrollers since then. So this there, is a big there, deal. Yeah, there might have been one on like 3DS or or one of the other mobile systems, but I'm I'm not really sure. Um, so, but it has been a while since there's a there was a 3D Kirby game. Yeah, wow! I actually didn't know that. I thought there was more than that because Kirby is the franchise that I don't have as much much experience in. Yeah, as much as I should, at least. So. Yeah, I mean, this would be the game to jump into. It's 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 really plays really well. Graphics are are nice to look at. It's very colorful, very vibrant. Um, yeah, it's it, and it's chill. You know, it's there's a few there's some hard stuff in there definitely, um, but it, for the most part, it's it's pretty chill. Uh, it's a nice backdrop to Elden Ring, like like me and Corey talked about with with Triangle Strategy, because uh, Elden Ring and 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 also Fortnite are are you know kind of stressful. So, how does this game look so good, but Game Freak can't get a Pokemon game to look good? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That is a good I question. I don't get it because yeah, it it looks really nice, you know. Yeah, I mean, some textures look a little not texturized but like everything else looks really good it's yeah. colorful yep a lot of a lot of grass like wow oh nintendo so that's kirby uh that's 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 a uh, good game the kids are really into it too which is another thing i'll mention 
Uh, you know, my youngest son is only one and one and a half, roughly. Uh, so he doesn't play stuff, but anytime Kirby goes on the TV, he's glued to it. Uh, and my, <laughs> my twins and my daughter are both into, into playing Kirby too. So, uh, okay. It's a, it's a great one for the kiddos. Wow. It looks really cool. Yeah. Uh, and then the last thing I've been playing and obviously playing a lot of is Elden Ring. Um, Elden Ring is incredible. I, I don't know any other way to say it. Yeah. Like, I, I think I just crossed over the 50 hour mark. And I just don't feel like I'm anywhere close to being done with it. There's still so much to do and so much to explore and to see, so many yeah. quests. And I'm just like, oh, my God, it's it's it is a little bit overwhelming, but not in a bad way. It's it's more like like what what am I going to go do now? Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, kind of the way I keep I keep playing it. I think I talked about this when we had our episode on it is. I'll I'll go in like one direction and go like as far as I can. And when I get to a point where I think it's a little too hard for me, I'll bounce out. I'll go explore another area that that I've been working on, you know. And it's just there's just never any there's never any lack of things to do in the game. Yeah. You know, there's always some secret path to explore. There's always like a random side boss or uh, you know, a a dungeon that you can you can go clear out it's just i don't know it's it's amazing um i'm kind of mad at elden ring i think it's kind of ruined the game industry oh really yeah um i think it's ruining coverage of other games oh yeah it it, um, it definitely is the darling of the game world right now and and it has yeah kind of taken over things yeah, because I played Horizon and finished it, and that game was great, and I've never seen a more lukewarm response <laughs> towards a game. I have not after... heard anything about Horizon at all. Yeah, it's crazy. The game reviewed incredible. Everyone talked about how great it was. Elden Ring came out, and then the, the tone and tenor of Horizon coverage has just done a 180. And then all everyone talks about is, like, negatives. And I'm like, what happened? Yeah. Um... Because I admit, Elden Ring's great. I think it's a great game. I'm going to go back to it and play it. Like, I do really like it. Um, but this game did something to people. I don't know how, why. It made it so, like, you can... that That's the only way to make a game. Yeah. And that's that's what annoys me. Because... I don't know. It's uh, ranty. It sounds like I'm bashing Elden Ring because I'm not. I'm blaming fan bases at this yeah, point. Yeah, no, no, you're right. And... I don't think I don't think a lot of studios can make a game of that scale. Yeah, I agree. Like it's huge. And everything is amazing to look at. Yeah. And there's so many enemies and so many bosses. Like I I'm floored uh every time I play it by how much there is in the game. Like it's it's crazy. Yeah, no, I agree. I think, like I said, the game is impressive. What they were able to do uh, with a Souls open world game, um, I will never take that away from it. Even if it's not a game for me, and it, it really isn't my type of game. It really right. isn't. I'm yeah, you were never willing to... You were never a Souls fan, so. Yep, and I might never get very far into it, but like I will forever acknowledge that. Yeah, it's, it is a fantastic game. So. I do give it a lot of credit, but man, the it's kind of it's it's ruined. It's gonna win Game of the Year this year, so like on this podcast and and nationally, you yeah. know, with the game awards, like I don't think anything else beats it. Maybe Starfield, maybe. Oh, I forgot that's coming like, out this year. But like the game awards is gonna come down to Elden Ring and Starfield. Yeah. Um, so I I'm, mean, I'm accepting that now. <laughs> Breath of the Wild Two is not coming out this year. That got delayed, so that's not going to be yep. in the in the contention. I was actually mad. Oh, we didn't even talk about that. I was mad about that because my uh, bold prediction has been that Horizon and Breath of the Wild would be duking it out for Game of the Year again. Yeah, that Wait, was. My did they game. did they come out the same year? No, Horizon came out. Did Horizon come out before Breath of the Wild? Yeah, no, it came no, out it came out the same year. Five, yeah, five days. Um, but right. I've been saying that those two games would be duking it out for Game of the Year. Um, that won't come to fruition this no. year. Officially, now I can stop doing that one. Yeah, I was 
I was listening to Sacred Symbols again, uh, just because that's the only gaming podcast that I can that one into Fighting Duke that I can kind of kind of handle uh-huh. uh, this day and age. But they're talking about how Horizon Three is going to come out <laughs> with either <laughs> GTA coming out right after it or Elder Scrolls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it's or like Breath, Curse, Breath of the Wild Three. Three, yeah. <laughs> Or the new Legend of Zelda game on the new new Nintendo system. The finally the Switch Pro Advanced. Yeah. Whatever they call it. Yeah. But no, yeah, Elden Ring Dan is great. I wanna get back to it. Um I've just been trying to like mop up some backlog games. Uh but I think I'll return to it this summer. Uh-huh. Cause there's not a lot coming out from now until Yeah. There's a few like I know oh, there's yes. a couple of Nintendo games I'm interested in, but it's nothing, it's nothing major. Uh, which yeah, is why I'm kind of like taking strikers. my right, exactly. It's which is why I'm kind of taking my time uh, with Elden Ring. I wanna, I wanna not see it all, but see most of it and try to complete some of the quests that I've been working on. And yeah, um, yeah, it's it's crazy, crazy good. I've been watching Kirby gameplay this whole time. Looks really cool. Yeah, it is cool. Um, so I think that's everything I played, Will. What have you been playing? Been playing a lot of, uh, Overwatch as well, Dan. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, getting back into it. It's fun, but man, I hate having big blow-up fights with teammates, because what happens is it's usually me, Dakota, Johnny, and Evan, so the four of us on a six-man team. Uh-huh. And every single, not every single game... But I would say half the games, a teammate or a person on the other team is starting a fight. Yeah, it's so exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> like, and that—that's kind of matter. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of why I stopped playing because I really like Overwatch. I think it's you know kind of I I think it's underrated. Um, but you know I mostly play that type of game myself. I I don't I I can't get enough people together you know to play it consistently when I'm able to play too, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've had that problem with, with Fortnite, which is why I mostly play solo. And um, that's, yeah, that's not the, the game for me to play solo. I did have fun. I don't know if it's still there. The 1v1 oh, there. mode. Oh, I thought you were going to say hero, random heroes. No, that, oh, that one too. I forgot about yeah. that. That's what I played when I played solo because... No one cares that much because you don't have there's no team continuity. So you just you get a random hero and you just do your best. Right. Uh Um, So, yeah, people didn't get as mad about that one. Uh, I did really like that. I don't know. They're running an event right now where it's like they brought back a lot of old game modes. So like Lucio Ball is one of them where it's like Rocket League. It's 3v3. Everybody's Lucio. Uh Um, And you're trying to score goals. That's Um, cool. Like that's back. I think they add like re they re added a bunch of stuff leading up to the Overwatch two beta, which comes out at the end of the month. So, um, it might be it might be in there to be honest. But like Overwatch is great, man. But like we're in quick play and we're getting yelled at about how we're playing. It's like well, we're in quick play for this reason. It's just it's exhausting. Yeah, dealing with that stuff. Um, this is why I don't play competitive games anymore. We have dabbled a little bit in competitive Overwatch. I'm less for it than the other. I would say me and Evan are a little bit more like me on it. Uh, Dakota and Johnny really want to get more into competitive Overwatch. It's that same reason. I just don't want to get... I just want to get yelled at. I don't care enough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of the, the team comp now, because you have to select a role and all that, which is totally different from when I played it. Um... Which I actually don't really like, because if a team's struggling, I like the idea of switching to three or four DPS to try to get a lot of damage in, to try to make a big push. Right. I don't like being forced to have to, but, like, I understand why they do it. Yeah. Because, like, everybody could be rolling Mercy, and just your team gets rolled because of that. Right. But, um, we ran out the team comp where I was filling in at every position, um, but to solidify things a little bit more, so me and Dakota are tanks. He usually plays Reinhardt. I play Orissa. Um, Evan plays DPS, and he kind of varies ever, between everybody. And Johnny will be healing. He'll play Mercy. Uh-huh. Um, and that's and we'll have the other teammates fill in as healing. If I have to do support, I'll do Zenyatta. Um, I try to stay away from DPS uh-huh. <laughs> for the reason that I'm not very good, so I don't want to lose it for the team. 
but it's a lot of fun. I uh, having a good time playing Overwatch. I'm actually excited for Overwatch too because it's five v five and not six v six. So oh, like now we only smart. have like yeah, we only have one spot like that we have to deal with now, which will be nice. So looking forward to playing Overwatch too. Um, I don't know if I got into the beta, but um. Yeah, no, there's a lot of content, a lot of stuff in there. It's way different. Again, it's like Fortnite. I didn't play Fortnite for like a couple of years. Same thing with Overwatch. Yeah. Completely different with content-wise. And the gameplay is so solid in Overwatch. Like, yeah. I really, truly love... That's like one of my favorite shooters. So it's nice to be able to go back and play it and have people to play it. So. Yeah, I, I agree. I really liked, really liked Overwatch. I was, I was kind of sad I never really like got into it, into it, right? Um, yeah, same. Yeah, I, I probably would would try to play it now, but yeah, you know, Fortnite is kind of my go to competitive game that I play. So there's only enough time for like one. Yeah, especially for me, you know, I've got five kids. So yeah, uh, if they're if they're not playing it, they may they may play at some point, and then I'll be able to play play a game like that. But uh, yeah, you know, for now they're you know Fortnite and Minecraft is their is their big one. Uh, all of yeah. them play lots of Minecraft, so um, haven't haven't gotten into that one yet, but I, I should. Damn, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, anything else? Will I I picked Deathloop back up just because uh-huh. it's a short game, and I kind of wanted to just like play through it and see what I missed because uh, I was kind of hard on it all last year. I'm getting to the point now where I see why people really like it. Um, I'm starting to like actually keep like unlock abilities and be able to keep them through runs so um i'm liking it a lot more than i did last year um we'll see if i stick with it i decided you know how i asked you guys what i should plot next oh yeah yep i decided that because it's the end of the semester i don't want to get into something that's going to potentially take me away from studying actually doing my my work (laughs) i'm just gonna play Deathloop and Hollow Knight and try and plat- platinum Hollow Knight finally before Silk Song comes out. Uh-huh. That that's going to be like what I focus on right now. Is and there... then once it's... what's that? Go ahead. And then once like I finish those, I'll do probably Dying Light because that that got a lot of votes. Yeah. Uh, does Silk Song have an ETA yet? No. It's supposed to be this year. It's also supposed to be last year. Right. We don't know. Yeah, they don't. They don't talk much. I, th- I mean, that's fine. They're that they, you know. They, I, I would rather they release it when they're done when they're done with it. You know, it's that that type of thing. So, I'd rather hear nothing about a game, and then have it come out because Deathloop came out. I knew w- way too much about it. Right. Um, Ghostwire. I think a part of the reason I like Ghostwire is because I knew almost nothing about it. Yeah, and that's refreshing. It doesn't happen that often. Yeah. Uh, you know, I used to watch all the all the trailers and all the you know all the all the things but i've kind of gotten away from that because uh, i like to go into a game without much prior knowledge anymore you know Uh, other than some scraps here and there you know yeah like when horizon forbidden west like the uh, the last thing i watched was the state of play gameplay from like a year and a half ago Uh where you saw a tremor tusk for the first time that was like the last thing that i i saw um, gotcha. I avoided everything else other than that. So, yeah. and guess what? I liked the game a lot because I knew sure. nothing about it. Yep. So, but okay. yeah, that's really that's really it for me. Sounds good. Um, yeah, I don't think I have anything else to talk about either. Uh, no feedback. If you want to leave us feedback, you can email us at thumbstickathletes at gmail dot com. Um. Apologies again for inconsistent episodes. It's hard for us to all get together. Uh, last weekend was Corey's birthday weekend, so we were trying to set up an episode for like early earlier in the week. Uh, last week uh, didn't didn't pan out. So um, yeah, no day. This is back to our regular uh, Saturday morning recording schedule. Next week we'll have an episode for you. Saturday morning. Uh, wait, uh, next week next next weekend's Easter, isn't it? Oh God, yeah. So hopefully we have an episode. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we'll have to see at this point, but uh, <laughs> we won't have a game to talk about. I don't think so. We'll have to come up with a, a topic, right? Yeah, you know, you're right. I don't think anything. We'll have to bring. Oh yeah, I could talk about the Switch OLED because I got that. Oh, you did. Yeah. 
Nice, because I I'm gonna get one. My Switch is beat to crap. Yeah, I I got a really ridiculous tip at one table. And I was like, gosh, don't deserve this. I'll just use it on my OLED. So I went to GameStop, traded mine in. Um, actually, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to use it because I'm trying to download everything, and it's taking 36 hours a game to download. Oh, that's why you. That's why you asked me about that. Uh, one one thing you might want to try, Will, is instead of having it be wireless, maybe plug it in, because that has a Ethernet port. So maybe take it down to the router and plug it into the router. Oh, I didn't know it had a port. Yeah, that one that that one has an Ethernet port in it. So oh yeah, you take it to one of the thing. downstairs TVs if you have an Ethernet cable. If not, I have a bunch of Ethernet cables, uh, some really long ones too. So if you need one, just let me know. Yeah, because it's brutal. I have I have downloaded three things so far, and I've had it since last week. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Do I because I, I forgot you asked me about that. I was gonna Google Google it because I'm sure someone else has had the same problem and has a solution for it. So I kind of have, and like I switched some settings, and it still really didn't help. I don't know. It's annoying though. But like my other everything else is fine. Yeah, so it's definitely. I don't know. If, I think it has to do with probably the the mesh system with the i don't know that's what i'm assuming maybe we need a better mesh system no i mean if everything else is working fine it's some some sort of setting or something with your switch yeah maybe that'll be my project before i have to go to work there you go oh god i don't want to go to work how much did you get for your trade-in one seventy okay that's pretty good yeah I don't yeah, know if I'll be pleased with that. I don't know if I'll get that because my switch is is pretty beat. But I'm also going to be trading in my Xbox One S. I think towards it too because I'm going to get it. Okay. I'll get a new Xbox probably in the fall. So, um, pro tip. Yep. You need to have. I looked this up because I figured they would pull some stuff. You need to have the coverings on the Joy-Con, like the grip with the strap. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. And you need the thing where you sl- the slide it into the the handheld thing. Oh, the grip. Okay, so yeah, you need the grip and then uh-huh. the thing with the yep. the wristband. Yep. Okay. Okay, you need make sure you have those for. Gotcha. The console. Yeah, that makes sense because that's that's what came with the system. So. Yep, I had to do a lot of research because I was like, I don't know if I is it just as easy as the dock switch Joy Cons. Right. Uh, the quartz no there is more gotcha so, okay good to know good to know yeah yeah for anyone trading in a switch make sure you do that okay um so that's everything then uh that'll do it for episode 506 of the thumbstick athletes podcast i'm your host dan i'm will thanks for listening and get out of my basement